Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. This is Computer Talk with Tab, hosted by Eric Semmel of Tab Computer Systems. Interact with Eric and his guest by phone at 522-WTIC or 1-800-966-WTIC. Email them in the studio at gethelpattabinc.com or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com. Now, here's Eric. And good morning. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Bob. And Bob is Bob Shorey, one of the MCSEs. He comes in from Tab and helps me out. With your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. And uh, we're back on the phone here with Ken, if he's still with us. You still there, Ken? Yeah, I'm here. All right, sir. Okay, so you've got this great smart TV. And the moment you turn it on, all of your other devices on your network can't use the Internet to any effect, correct? Correct. It doesn't hard disconnect them, but the signal goes down to almost nothing. And then after like a minute or two of trying to do something, it says, no, nah, I can't help you out. You know, you, you, we're just not moving. We're not going anywhere. Okay. So they they can they can get to the internet, but it's very slow. Yeah, and then eventually it's a signal loss, and then it, you don't even see you don't even see the uh, the frontier wireless connection. But then after like thirty seconds, it comes back and it's there, and you could connect, and then you know it, it's you know sporadic and slow. Okay, what kind of wireless device do you have? Your hub. Um, it's whatever Frontier gave me. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. And so if you hover over your wireless, does it give you like a speed, like 150 or 300 or a gigabit? No, I don't see that. Okay. Okay. I'm guessing that you really do have a a bandwidth problem, and it may not be through, uh, let's say, Frontier. It may be the device they're using as the hub. Mm -hmm. Your wireless, depending on, you know, what... uh, protocol they're using mm-hmm. you know might not be fast enough to handle all those devices so, so we put a brand new hub in yesterday but the old hub and new hub do the exact same thing okay so it could be also back to bandwidth again ken yeah okay so bandwidth is a key so in my home of five when it was five, all five boy all five of us were here you know all the boys were home and all that i could get away with doing anything i wanted on the internet practically with 65 megabits we could be streaming, online gaming, multiple streams, no problems. Yeah, that's the kind of traffic I have in my house, and it works great. I couldn't do that with Comcast. I understand. Okay. I hear you. But I think your bandwidth is a lot less than 65 megabits. Okay. So when you go home, you need to do a speed test. Okay. And let's see. I'm going to predict your speed's pretty slow. I'm going to say not more than six megs. Yeah, I bet you're at yeah, six megabits. Yeah, that's a good yeah, bet. If it's, yeah, are you doing DSL? Yeah. Or do you have their yeah. Fios? No, we don't have Fios. It's DSL. All right, you're probably yeah six megabits is probably all you're at. So your Comcast was much 
had the potential for much more. I'm not advocating for any of them, frankly. I'm just yeah, talking. No, I think there's so much traffic on that cable in my neighborhood, though. I switched away because the bandwidth dragged down all the time. Okay. It, it could be something else, though, because between both services, you're having the same result. <laughs> so it might be you still. But let's first well, see what your bandwidth is. Okay. When, you, when you go home, see what you got for bandwidth when you do a speed test. And yeah, I'll do that. If you're in the 6 megabit range, you're, that's your problem. There's not enough bandwidth to do streaming on multiple devices very well. Okay. Even though it works without the smart TV. Yeah, when that smart TV kicks in and starts streaming some sort of high-def video, it's sucking up all your bandwidth. So your TV, it's, your TV is uh, brand new. So is it like ultra high definition, like 4K or 8K? No, I'm, I'm pulling a 720 signal. It's a Roku TCL. It's a TCL Roku, so it's not a real high end TV. Okay. Um, but it, you know, it's a bigger screen, and, I, and I'm getting a high resolution. So well, yeah, I think you're right. I think it's pulling enough to to do the high res, and it's probably killing all my smaller devices. Correct. So if you think of a six megabit, if you, we're guessing a six megabit fiber, uh, six megabit DSL line, so equate that to just as wide as your street on your on your road in your in front of your house. That's six megabit for you is what a street would be, okay? And imagine a Mack truck coming down that street, all right? And that's your video for your 720K TV. Well, Nobody on my, fire, on my fire stick, I don't have that problem. It's just a smart TV. Oh, well, the problem is there's obviously some sort of Mack truck coming down that 6 meg pipe causing this problem when you try to run that yep. TV. Because yep. if you had a 65 meg connection like I do, that's like having an I-84 in front of your, your yep. house, Okay. I can send some Mack trucks down there and nobody cares. Yeah. But your little six meg street doesn't like the Mack truck. That's all we can figure out right now because we don't know your bandwidth. If you call us back next week and we know your bandwidth is better, then it's something else in your network causing this problem. The TV wouldn't cause it, but there's something else causing it. That's cool. That's a good path to go down. I'll do that. And if I still have problems, I'll uh, buzz you guys back. Yeah, Ken, we'd love to hear it. Okay. Appreciate your help. All right. No problem. All right. Thanks, guys. Yeah, bye-bye. The, the whole issue with you know all this smart technology, uh, the internet provider is going to sell you as big a pipe as they can, right? So 100 megabit, gigabit, you don't need any of that. All you need is 50 to 60 megabits for the average family. I would contend based on my experience. You could vary. Maybe your kids do more streaming than mine did, but mine did it all the time. If I can get away with 65 megabits and everything's happy, that's your bandwidth, that you really need. Don't buy more than you need. Even if they give it, even if they want to give it to you, it doesn't matter. But if they give it to you and the price doesn't go up, fine. We, I bet you Ken is paying for six megabits, and he just can't get enough bandwidth through DSL. It's just not a smart enough technology. So we have three lines open, guys. We're here till eleven o'clock. Feel free to get online eight hundred nine six six WTIC five two two WTIC. Let's go to our resident groupie, Danny. Hey, Danny, what's up, gentlemen? <clears throat> hey, Samsung yeah. Tab A. 10.1 bundle. Yeah. For $148. What's the spec? Well, I don't know. <laughs> I, I got a flyer at Sam's Club yesterday when I was there, and they're having a one day sale next week. And it's, uh, it lists for 268 regular price at Sam's. It's 120 off. So Samsung Tab A 10.1? Yeah. Bundle and it says bundle, so I don't know if that means the the cover. Um, you know, what, what other we could be in a bundle though. Yeah, who knows what they're going to give you there? Yeah. Um. Well, it doesn't say what processor, <laughs> what model, what. There's no. 
it just says limit five. You can only buy five of them. <laughs> I'm trying to see what the specs are. Um, what's wrong with your current one? You have trouble? No. Remember I talked about I wanted to get a Chromebook to put all my medical portals on mm. and things like that. And I saw this and I thought, well, this would be an, a better, an ideal option because it could handle that. And I started uh, doing some Ancestry.com stuff. Okay. And the screen's a little big on my my. Uh, tablet now. Mm. I mean, a little small. Mm-hmm. Be nice on the bigger screen because my wife's got a ten-inch Samsung, and I, the, the, those couple inches makes a big difference. I'm not going to touch that one. Yep, you're right. Um, octa-core processor, three gigs of RAM. Uh, definitely is a nice little little tablet. And the, the extra inches do make a bigger difference. It's definitely easier to see uh, more of the details. So yeah, yeah. I think I, you could consider that. I mean, the price sounds great. Um, for only a hundred bucks. Yeah, I mean, you know, so, so, so uh, I mean, <clears throat> Sam's usually, you know, they got good stuff, and then you get their serv- We've got a service thing with Sam's from buying my wife's computer years ago for mm-hmm. life. Yeah. So, and they're real good on the phone. Um, okay, so the, I'll th- I'll take a look at that. Think about grabbing that then. Okay. And uh, another thing, um, you were talking about um, st- download and upload speeds, and I spoke to you about this a while ago, and I said my one app from my uh, Live Space station. Was was freezing up. Mm-hmm. My wife watches movies. She's got Amazon Prime and she's got a Kindle too. Yep. And she watches movies on the Kindles and they never buffer or anything. Good. So wouldn't you think I'd have enough? It may uh, not be that. It may not be you. It might be the the people delivering the video. It's causing trouble. Oh, okay. <clears throat> All right, because th- th- maybe that would say because it never used to buffer or lock up before. And I'm down to the 720 or I mean at 224 whatever it is for the resolution. Two twenty-four. Uh, what is it? What's that? The two forty or two eighty or? Well, yeah, like four eighty or seven twenty. No, I'm down <laughs> under the four eighty. Okay, two forty. That's pretty pretty low res. Yeah. Well, that then that way it doesn't stop. Yeah. Remember, your device also is part of that process. Right. So. And how about Elon Musk? He's he he's like uh, he he dodged a couple of bullets there. It looks like so far. Yeah, but he just endorsed Space Force. He what? He just in, endorsed Trump's Space Force. He did. Yes. <laughs> I'm not laughing either way. I just think it's funny that he's doing that. <laughs> Should we have a Space Force? Maybe. I don't know. But for him I mean, to endorse you know, I'm, it. I'm, I'm, I'm all down for Space Force. Anything we can do in space, if we can do it before somebody else does it, I think it's to our advantage. All right. Well, Musk agrees. <laughs> you know, he's, he just fired everybody at the uh, broadband satellite, you know, because <clears> that's going to be his, his moneymaker to uh, Build the big rocket. He fired everybody. Oh, well, he fired like twelve managers. He went. Oh. He went out there and he says, "You know, you guys are you're making the satellites too complicated. The panels, the solar, pan, everything. This is too complicated." And he just cleared out the whole 12, top management. Hmm. And, and these were guys from Nvidia and Microsoft, and you know, yeah, dummies. Yeah. Right. <laughs> okay. Well, good. Good luck to Musk. I mean, he's uh, he's doing some stuff out there. We'll see what happens in the and, long and run. He, and he, and he, he eliminated his title at the company. So well, not, I think the SEC helped him with that. Well, no, he 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 remains. He he just said he's not CEO, <clears throat> he's not chairman, he's not the thinker, he's not member. He's yeah. just an employee. So he, he thinks has no title now. Yeah, well, he thinks that means he can say whatever he wants on Twitter and not have any kind yeah, of SEC yeah. violation. Which is, we'll see how that works for him. All right, guys, thanks a lot. All right, Danny. <laughs> Yeah, Elon is uh, always funny out there. We're going to st- step out for a quick break. Two lines open for you. Robin Cheshire, Nate and Litchfield. Hang on. 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. We're here to 11. We'll be right back.
And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Bob. And we're here on this lovely Saturday morning. And you guys are nice enough to call us, so uh, we'll do our best to help you out if we can. Let's go to Rob in Cheshire first. Rob, what's up? Hey, gentlemen. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. I don't know if you've ever heard of the clinical psychologist uh, named Jordan Peterson. He's uh, touted as one of the most profound intellectuals on the planet, and uh, he's got a really incredible YouTube channel. But one of the things that uh, someone asked him is if he would want to interview Elon Musk and uh, try to figure out how his brain works. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, he said he would like to, so I'm waiting for that. To, I'm waiting for him to have an invite. That might be interesting. But, uh, yeah. I would, uh, both of them are uh, quite intriguing individuals for sure. Yes, um, I have a Seagate backup that okay. was uh, a one terabyte, so it wasn't very big. And uh, I backed my computer up. It's, it's, the personal one doesn't really do a great deal, and I'm not worried about losing a month's worth of stuff. Um, so I back it up once a month. I just do it manually. And then mm. I, once I get two backups, I delete the third, the, the oldest one. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but, the the, the uh, backup is filling up, meaning that it's just about full at this point. I'm just wondering why it's full because I keep deleting. There should only be two on there, and I keep deleting the oldest one. And yet, right now, I don't have enough space to do that one more time. I have to, I guess, buy another one. Buy another drive? You mean? Yeah, buy another Seagate because this yeah. one. But I'm not sure why it is that uh, it has more information on it. Because when I first back, when I backed it up the first time, it only took up, you know, a very few percentages, probably less than ten percent. Hmm. Um, and I've had it for a year or over a year. Yeah. And uh, it just seems to keep storing more, even though I go in and I delete the oldest ones. Well, you could always try just formatting the whole thing and starting fresh, right, and seeing if that'll solve your issue, or your system has more data on it than you think it does. Could be because you're. Are you doing a selective backup, Rob, or a full system backup? No, a full a full system backup. Okay, the operating system itself is 300 gigs. Well, you sure your backup is is working like where you have separate backups because it may be doing incrementals. Mm-hmm. That's when the new ones are set up to do that by default, unless you shut it off. So if how would I reformat it? You could just delete everything on the drive, I guess. I wouldn't want you to run a format routine because it's probably specific. Yeah, to the then backup. you would format the backup utility, so you don't want to do yeah, that. Yeah, no. You just want to clear out the, the backups completely. But before you do it, Rob, check how much data is on your C drive, right? Just right-click on the on the C drive and go to Properties right. and just okay. see how much that of that drive is there. And the backup's going to produce either a smaller version using compression or it's going to create a bloated version depending on how it's backing up or what technology it's using to back up. It could create, it could create a bigger a bigger footprint um, sometimes, depending on what you're doing. So you might be surprised that you've got more than a gig, or sorry, a terabyte of uh, data being produced okay, by the backup. Well, I'll have to check that out and uh, give the guys a call if they have any more questions. Yeah, but getting a larger backup uh, drive is also pretty good. And remember, you, you have that... Yeah, if you have that drive connected directly to your computer all the time, you're at risk for encrypting it. So disconnect it from your computer after you've right. backed it I up. Do, I do. Actually, I do each time it backs itself up. All right, good. I do. I uh, go to the removal hardware thing, like you've told me to. All right, good. Um, so, all right, I appreciate your information. Yeah, all right, Rob. Okay. Good luck. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Backups do take up a lot more space than people think. They really do. And... uh 
just the operating system, I think it's over 300 megs for Windows 10. Or, oh, it's gotten huge. Yeah. So, And every time you get an update from Windows 10, it keeps getting bigger and bigger. Nobody talks about code bloat anymore. You know, uh, Code bloat? Code bloat, yes. Yeah. Where, you know, the, because hard drives were limited in size, and as hard drives got bigger, you yeah. know, the developers didn't care about how much code they wrote. It's <laughs> <That's> true. <laughs> and I think that that's kind of gotten out of hand, actually. Yeah, I don't disagree. Because now they keep more and more older copies. <laughs> they don't get rid of the older copies when, you know, they do updates. And you've set the recovery to 10% of your drive. Well, I do that, yeah. Yeah, so there's a the big chunk there, well, too. Yeah, you know, that's like insurance to me. Yep. Let's go to Nate in Litchfield. Hey, Nate. Hey, good morning, guys. How are you? Good, how are you? Good, thanks. Um, <clears throat> so I have a question. I uh, I acquired a 2-terabyte two, two Western digital hard drive, mm-hmm. an external hard drive, probably five or six years ago. Okay. Um, yeah, I know it's, it's old, but um, I have about... Uh, 60,000 songs on it, um, 150 movies, et cetera, et cetera. Wow. Um, yeah, so I, I had always um, ejected the, the hard drive safely, you know, right-click and eject and unplug it from the computer. Yep. Um, one day, my wife and I were watching a movie on the computer, and the computer crashed. Mm. And the hard drive itself, when I plug it in, it turns on the light like it's working, but it won't show that the hard drive is plugged in. On a new computer? Yes. She okay. has a, a new Dell laptop. So, And I've tried it on multiple computers before, but the light turns on. It just doesn't show that it's registering as a... I'm, I'm sorry, I'm not really tech savvy. That's okay. You know, when, you, when you plug it in and it pops up, open yeah. view files, well, it doesn't do that anymore. Okay. Can you hear any sound or feel yeah. a vibration uh, like the hard drive is actually spinning? Okay. Well, the hard drive spinning, the light is on, but it just doesn't register as to showing, like, it doesn't pop up anymore. And I tried to go into my computer and look for the, it says removal disk G or whatever it is, and it's not there. So, okay. Yeah. My guess is you may have a map drive. So when you get a new computer and you plug it in, mm-hmm. they map, they create partitions and map drives to them. And, your uh, removable drive may have been mapped with one letter on the old con- uh, computer. And when you plug it into the new computer, it tries to get the same drive letter. Okay. So but wouldn't it give it a different letter? Not necessarily. <laughs> All right. So that, then you get a conf- conflict there. So what you may want to do is go into uh, your disk management and find okay. it. Try to assign it a different drive letter go up something high like you know a w or z or if you can see it if you can see it yeah you have right, to be able to see it that's you, the thing it, it doesn't even register that it's yeah. plugged in do you see it as under your usb drives or hard drives does it show up no on the, oh, nothing then you got a problem it's either with the, the enclosure mm-hmm. or yeah. with the drive itself yeah right you've tried it on multiple computers right nate yeah, I'm predicting that thing is done. Yeah. Now, you have it backed to... up, right? No, that oh. was the only hard, hard drive I had, so... So all that music and all those movies are gone? In all my work my work files and oh. everything. So it may not be. It may not be gone, gone, right? You could probably get it recovered from well, a recovery yeah. company. Well, no. You may be able to take the drive out of the enclosure if the enclosure is bad. If that's the problem, right. Right. 
And then, right. so here's what you want to do, Nate, because this is important. You want to bring it to a professional to look at it <clears throat> because yeah. it's got all your data on it, right? And see if they can get it to show up. If they can't, then they're going to ha- talk like Bob is saying, and they'll either break it open and try to get into a different enclosure and get the data off for you. But let right. this be a lesson to you. <laughs> Don't put all your data in one basket. Yeah, I know. Well, that's, that's, that, that's the other thing is that I can't – I mean, I work for a company that has a security clearance, so mm-hmm. I, I technically can't have them look at it per se. I'm not sure um, what you mean. The, 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 the information, half of the information on the hard drive is confidential. Oh, is it encrypted hard drive, Nate? No. What are you doing, kid? Sure isn't. Sure isn't. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's not like super, it's medical files. So That's it okay. Against, it goes against HIPAA violation. Yeah. Hillary will be all over that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll be on a hit squad next week. Oh, yeah, yeah. All right. So, you okay. Um... I was told to bring it to Best Buy and try and see if I can get another uh, plug for it to match the match the adapter plug from the drive to the USB port. Yeah, that's easy. Maybe that will work, but I haven't done that yet. <laughs> try that. I doubt it will work. Um, but uh, you need to have that looked at professionally because, A, if you want to get the data off of it, and the problem is the, data's <laughs> the data has to be secure. You're kind of in a catch-22. The data for work was backed up to another computer. So no, I know, but you just don't want some IT guy looking at it. Right, exactly. But I mean, I don't, I don't really care about the songs and the movies and all that. That's, yeah. that's just the, you know, it's like, a, hey, on a rainy day, go plug in the USB, and right? Watch a movie or whatever. But yeah, everything important is square apart from that hard drive. So I mean, if I had to, you know, throw it in the trash, I could. Uh, well, you may have to, Nate. We're coming up against a hard break, I but I think you're in stuck right there. Okay, bud. All right, thank you guys. I appreciate it. All right, bye-bye. And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Bob. And we're here till 11 o'clock, four lines wide open. Feel free to get online, and we'll do our best. My throat's almost getting through this whole show. I've been battling a cold all week, and it's just getting finished, and... I think I've had 18 cough drops throughout the show just to get through yeah, it. doesn't help you with the phlegm. phlegm, phlegm. <laughs> Not at all. So we had Nate call a little while ago, and he had his issue with that external hard drive. So I don't want to make an example of Nate, but he had two things going wrong there. He put all his data on that one drive, um, that one five-year-old drive. Now he says, you know, again, it's not a big deal if he loses the music and the movies, but there was also business data on that thing that wasn't encrypted. That's HIPAA data. So technically, he's even exposing his company, right, to risk by doing that. Not to mention, he's commingling it in his life, right? So he's got, you know, he's got a movie on there. Him and his wife are watching, but right next to it is your HIPAA data. Again, not trying to make an example of Nate, but that's really not the best way to keep data for a company or professionally. Period. I think he knows that. Um, but this is what happens all the time. And then what happens is that drive ends up where? Who knows where? Landfill, maybe. No, now it doesn't work, right? So it sticks it in a box. Some, and then someday it ends up at a tag sale. And some guy gets it and opens it up and says, hey, I can fix this. <laughs> and all of a sudden, uh, depending on how many records he's got on that drive, for HIPAA data, medical data, your data is released. And the owner gets all those m- music and movie files, too, for free. 
So that's part of the problem with uh, all this technology, how easy it is to move a lot of data around. And uh, then, of course, the training for folks to realize this data is important to protect. Right? Isn't it? Or we just don't care anymore? No comment. <laughs> Again, I'm not trying to give Nate a hard time, but I think he knows that he, he shouldn't have done that. Um, let's go on to Tom uh, in East Longmeadow. Hey, Tom. Good morning, gentlemen. How are you doing? Uh, fine. How are you? Good. Hey, just give me an update on uh, uh, the, the system in the house here. I called you a couple months ago. I stream uh, through the hotspot. Oh, right. You're the guy that has T-Mobile, like unlimited T-Mobile, right? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Do they catch it, on to you? It, it's it's still working tremendously. Awesome. And here's the here's the deal. They have stopped offering that International Plus edition, so you really can't get that anymore. What was, what was and, that getting you? Uh, International Plus, um, well, in, of course, if you go to any country, you can use it. But, but you oh. know, what, what that included was 50 gigs on the hotspot, high-speed high data on the hotspot. Gotcha. Which, and there are ways to get around that. <laughs> um, so they got rid of that. Now, uh, yeah, it, I, mean, I mean, we still have it. It's <clears throat> grandfathered in. Oh. Um, and, in fact, we got another line. Uh, my daughter now uses that because we're such good customers. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, my, my son has such a rapport with – he talks to, the like, the same person all the time. Now, what, what company can you call that you talk to the same person all the time? How many problems can you have to call a company that often, though? Uh, well, 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 no. He, he was talking to the same guy about you know different things in the past okay. but when when we wanted to add another line mm-hmm. he gets uh, the same guy so that my so that my daughter could do this at her house mm-hmm. um they, he said oh well you're such a good customer we'll, we'll grandfather you in on that line too wow i mean to t-mobile you know i'm sure people have problems with customer service there but it seems to me they've got a great customer service network and it's working for you in the in the sticks of east long meadow yeah, yeah. Right. No, we are we are in a dirt road. <laughs> believe, it, believe it or not, I believe it. So that's why, because that's why you're using it, right? You're using that cellular service as your primary method of internet connection, right? Yeah, and and the more and more I think about it, it I believe that they did this as a as a guinea pig type situation mm-hmm. for five G. Yeah, it just seems like that's why they did it. Are you a five G customer? Do you think? Uh, oh no, not yet. Okay. I mean, in the future, well, you know, to go to five G, everybody's going to have to buy a new phones. Don't bother. Uh, no, don't bother. You've got such a good thing going there, Tom. You're you're not even oh, upset. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Why you shouldn't yeah. change? But yeah. I wasn't I wasn't sure if maybe they gave you a five G modem or something. Ooh, that'd be nice. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just wasn't sure based on what your comment was. So what are you, you're paying? What per month for unlimited data? Well, for for that extra is twenty five dollars. Amazing that international plus feature twenty five dollars. Mm-hmm. Then we have Sling, yeah, and so that's twenty five dollars. Mm-hmm. So basically, uh, TV and internet for uh, fifty bucks, and everyone's happy. Everybody's extremely happy. Yeah, I watched Sling TV on my phone last night. I had to run a run a group up to UMass last night, so I was watching live PD on my Sling TV on the phone. I love it. Well, you're definitely working on something right there, Tom, with whatever deal you got. So enjoy it while it's there. Yeah, right. Yeah, will do. I'll give you an update in another six months. <laughs> All right, Tom. Thanks. Take care. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Yeah, Tom every, every now and again checks in, lets us know how his – that's a wicked deal, man. That's a good deal. And he's not, not having any issues, so that's great. So we got three, four lines wide open until 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. 
<clears throat> while we wait for your calls, there was an, uh, uh, a news article I wanted to bring up. Apple and Samsung, they were fined in Italy for slowing down their phones. Oh, boy. Back in January, Italy's antitrust organization launched two separate investigations against Apple and Samsung to determine if the companies were intentionally using software updates to slow down customers' phones. <gasps> no, they don't do that. Couldn't happen. Never. <laughs> I heard Apple did that with batteries, too. Hmm. Now, the Auditorio Grande della Concorse e del Mercado, say that, Obviously, I'm not. Can't speak Italian. Sorry, guys. Has issued a statement saying both companies violated several consumer codes, and it has issued fines. Uh, they're levying a fine of 5.7 million against Apple, which is pocket change, for problems that occurred on various models of the iPhone 6 when users installed iOS 10, which was developed for the iPhone 7, because the new iOS required greater energy demands. Those using the older iPhones experienced unexpected shutdowns. The company's fix, which came as an update to IO, uh, an IO came, came as an update in 10.2.1, was released without warning <laughs> the customers that it's going to uh, throttle CPUs on older devices with aging batteries in order to prevent the occurrences of these shutdowns. So that's the biggest thing, right? New update, your phone works great. You get the new update, <laughs> now it doesn't work real well. And in order to fix it, quote unquote, the problem. Apple slows your phone down. That's nice. Even though it was working perfectly before. Just imagine that happening to your car. You're driving your car today. A new update comes out. And now all of a sudden you can't go faster than 55 miles an hour. Think how, how much safer the roads would be. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I Samsung, can't drive 55. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Samsung was going to uh, have the same exact fine. Five point million for similar um, issues dealing with the fact that when Samsung put Android Marshmallow, it did the same thing dealing with those types of problems. So I'll put a link up here for you guys to read it, but these companies should not be doing this to our technology. They should just not do the update on the iPhone 6, which, yes, what would that do, Bob? That would stratify all the phones to having different operating systems. Oh, I'm aghast. Who cares? So my iPhone 6 got a you know, version different, lower than the uh, iPhone so, 7. Who cares? Well, as long as you're not more than three <laughs> versions back. That's arbitrary, too. Yeah. That's just Apple saying you must have this. And um, to break your phone because they want to give you a new update, that can't be legal. <laughs> there has to be a fine for that. Of 5. course 7 it's million. legal. <laughs> yeah, 5.7 million bucks is not a fine, though, guys, in Italy. You guys got to do better than that. Come on. 5.7 million dollars. Well, maybe that's a lot of money in lira. <laughs> no. <laughs> That was an actual dollars. It's five million liras. Oh, yeah. So you can buy a lot of wine with that. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I'll put a link up here for you guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. All right, let's go on to you. We've got four calls coming in right now, real fast. So as many of them we can here. We're going to go to Mike and Colebrook. What's up, Mike? Hey, good morning, guys. You're my superhero. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I've got a laptop. It's a Dell computer. It's a. Uh, M18 XR2 Alienware. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. It's, uh, when it works, it's great. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but what I got is a uh, an issue, and it started about oh, about six, eight months ago. And it had to be uh, with my uh, RAM cards. Uh, I had uh, four 8-gigabyte RAM cards. Okay. Little sticks. Yep. And two of them were corrupt. 
Wow. So I, I took them out, and I was running on 16 gig, and it was running for a while, and six months later, it it goes to a, a when I power up, it's just a black screen and never gets anything, and just beeps at me. How many beeps? It just keeps beeping. It beeps four or five times, a couple seconds interval, then beeps four or five times again. So that's a beep code. Okay. Well, so. I put the, when I put the two new RAM sticks or the corrupt ones out, it worked fine. Mm-hmm. So I had purchased two others, but I didn't put them in. I never installed them. Okay, so pull the first two out. I, I did, and I, I put the two new ones back in, and I'm still getting the beep. The, Ooh. The, and I know the two new RAM cards are brand good. new. Yeah, but they may not still may not be compatible. <laughs> oh, you did the wrong cards? You think you got yeah, the wrong? Yeah, I think you got the wrong cards. Ooh. So some of the newer ones, you know, you may have an old. How old was your PC? Oh, maybe four years. Okay, so some of the newer cards aren't compatible with the older PCs. So you mean what you need to do is go on like Crucial or one of the uh, memory websites manufacturer yeah. manufacturer well i don't i can't get on my computer <laughs> well yeah you may have to go to the library at a friend's house but okay you, we gotta confirm um, that that ram is the right ram and then you want to put in the model of your uh of your computer mm-hmm. and then it'll tell you what the compatible part numbers are for the for the memory you need to buy and that's if you have bad ram you also need to look up what those five beeps mean to That's that motherboard. The, the, the funny thing is, uh, when it first started doing this, I actually brought it to a, uh, a computer repair shop. And the guy was pretty, he was clever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I bought the, the RAM from him. Okay. So um, I got to think that he gave me the correct RAM because he knew what my computer was and he couldn't stop talking about it. Well, so here's um, the thing, Mike. You go and bring it back and say, hey, buddy, it's the RAM's not coming up. I'm getting blank. He's going to have to look up what the five beeps are, and he'll have to double-check his RAM. He could have given you the wrong RAM. Okay, it could just be the RAM that's just given the black screen? You're going to get nothing booting up without RAM. Yeah, you're going to have if – if your machine is not really registering RAM, that's a bad – you can't operate real well. And, uh, Copy that. So that I'm could be your whole well point. Yeah, and the five beeps could will mean something. So you can look at the manual of the motherboard, and it'll tell you what the five beeps, beeps mean. Um, okay. That guy should help it. you. Well, you may have it. Bob's been looking it up while we've been talking, but we might get lucky. Oh, I, I, <clears throat> I don't have bad luck. I have no luck. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I think you're still gonna have to bring it back to the guy because I think he, Bob, like Bob said, you might have bad RAM or your motherboard's bad, which would be worse because at well, that at that point you should punt the machine. Well, I don't want to punt the machine. I know, I but the, stuff on it. If the board is bad. Buying a new board, it may not be worth all the work. You find it, Bob? Yeah, I didn't have an answer on the first site, but I'm no. on the second site. Okay. And what it's saying, uh, I've tweaked uh, some options. Um, I'm just, I just need another couple of minutes. Yep. What we can now, do this is, would be something that would be going intermittent because it worked for a little while, and then the, if it was the motherboard, <laughs> it wouldn't come back on with new RAM, would it? Right. Because it did it. It came, I got the new RAM, I, well, I took the corrupt RAM out, mm-hmm. and it came back up, but uh, now I've got new RAM in there, and it's still not. It never came up again with the new RAM, right? It did not, no. That's my point, yeah, it's Bob's point but is too. went black again, uh, so I don't think it would be in the motherboard, though, would it? It could be, yeah. It, it all depends on what those five beeps are. 
Okay. Now, I've got a, a, a high pollutant video card because I do a lot of uh, CAD drawing, mm-hmm. 3D modeling. Yep. Um, oh, did I lose you? Nope. Okay. Uh, could it be a video card issue? Sure. Well, Bob's got an answer for you, though, he thinks. What it's saying he's here. He's chomping at the bit. <laughs> what he's saying, it's saying to do on this uh, website is to open your computer up, shut it down, unplug it, remove the CMOS battery, and press the button. For power. For the power while it's disconnected so that you drain all the residual memory out of it. And then put the battery back in. You got that, Mike? The little, like, watch battery that's in in on the motherboard. Yes. Correct. Okay. And try that. I'll give that a shot. Yeah. Because I've I've drained the the actual ion battery, drained it right down to nothing, and then charged it right back up so I had full charge and... That nothing happened that way. Well, take it out. We're trying to have you kind of clear the CMOS that way. Gotcha. Okay, I gotcha. It could it be just a bad battery on the CMOS, Mike? It could be any of those things. Those five beeps is telling you something. The, the with the five beeps, that error is saying something. So, without knowing the manual of that motherboard, I can't tell you exactly what it's saying. <laughs> but it's if you could look up the man the motherboard. If you could get on a computer and, and and it'll tell you what five beeps in succession means, that's okay. that's exactly what the problem is. Um, it's either a bad RAM issue, it could be a motherboard issue, it could be you know, all sorts of things. Um, I don't know what it is without having that code. Gotcha, 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 okay. Yeah, that's where you are. So you got to find that. But try Bob's su- suggestion, see if that works. And otherwise, I'd bring it back to that your the guy that you work with and say, hey, buddy, this isn't working. And I remember when I was down there with him, it won't power down when I hit the uh, um, power off button. Mm-hmm. The eight button. I got eight beeps. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yeah. Eight beeps. Eight beeps means something. I don't know what, but it means something, Mike. Now I got to search for a different... Eight, yeah, we're looking for a whole different code. <laughs> so we got to let you go, but I would bring it down oh. to that guy. But you have a problem with your power button, too. You got some problems with this machine. So... Okay, thanks. For, <laughs> I appreciate all your help. I was all ready to give you guys another star for your cape. <laughs> well, I think we're on the right track. We just got to figure out what 8-beep means. Okay, super. I appreciate the, the heads up. All right, Mike. Good luck. Thanks, guys. Yep. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. Hope that helps other folks out there too. I mean, anything, anytime you get those beeps, those beep codes mean something. I got an answer for him. He can go to Computer Talk with Tab. Okay. Eight beeps. You get the answer on eight beeps and on Alienware? Yeah, it's in the post. There's some setting that's enabled that's got to be disabled. All right. Or it's disabled that needs to be enabled. We've got it for you, Mike. So if you're still listening, we're going to put a link out there for just for Mike. All right. Let's go on to calls again, and we're going to see what's going on with Mark in Bristol. What's he got going on? Hey, Mark. Hey, guys. What's up? Hey, I got some help, I think, for the gentleman that called in with the external hard drive problem. Yeah, sure. What up? What do you think? I have that all the time, and I blame it on either Trump or Windows 10. <laughs> okay. So, we'll, so it's we'll, not Trump. It's not Trump. It's so. not Trump. I've got a new hard drive external and an old hard drive. <laughs> Both of them sporadically work on Windows 10, mm-hmm. which is why I keep a Windows XP machine around. And I could plug a lamp into that machine and it would read it. Right. So I suggest you get an older machine and try it on that. And I think it will work. Yep, that's great. Yeah, he did say he tried it on other computers, but he may not have tried it on different operating systems. So that's worth trying. Right. Okay. Good point, well, Mark. Okay. 
Thanks. Take care. Yep, bye-bye. Yep, he's right. It could be just that the operating systems are having trouble with that hard drive. All right, going on to John and Woodbury next. John, what's up? Hey, um, I had um, K9. Mm-hmm. I was getting the blue screen like people have been calling in about. Okay. And I tried to get open DNS. Yeah. But I got a Frontier modem, and <clears throat> I can't find any settings that will stick in that modem. Then just configure it on your computer. Just configure oh. OpenDNS, the DNS settings on your network interface on your own machine. Okay, but that won't work when I'm uh, using Wi-Fi around the house or anything. Yeah, it will. Oh, it will? Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought you had to have it on the incoming. Nope. You can oh. you can force your computer to use whatever DNS settings you want. If okay, the if the, dev- right, the network settings. Exactly. Okay, thank you very much. You got it, John. All right, bye-bye. Getting down to the wire. A couple more minutes. My throat's holding out. (laughs) I'm down to my last cough drop. And our last caller. Yeah, let's go on it. Augie and Granby. What's going on, Augie? No, I have a quick question for you. I have a new computer that I bought this summer. And Mm -hmm. uh, every time uh, there's these random occurrences where uh, the audio goes out and uh, you have... uh, Brought it back to where I bought it. You know, they look at, they say, oh, it's a driver issue. They go in, they fix the driver, and the audio comes back. I come bring it back home, run it for a few days or so, and it goes out again. And then I've, <laughs> I've called the, the, the Geek Squad there, and they've done their phone service where they log onto your computer. And they fixed it three or four times. And three or four days later, they, uh, you know, I don't know if it's an update for, that happens from, uh, from Windows or whatever, the the audio doesn't work anymore. Everything else works fine, but the audio goes out. Yep. Bob's shaking his head like he's seen it before. Yeah, I, I have one computer that does that at home. It's a Windows 10 issue. It's always updating the video driver. And it's breaking the audio? And it breaks the audio because mm-hmm. the audio is tied into the video because it's running on the same processor. So the video killed the audio star? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what you need to do is when that happens... Mm-hmm. You need to go into uh, your computer management under under your device manager, and right click on your video card and choose Update Driver and browse to the location of where your new or your uh, video driver is located, and then it'll reload the video driver and you'll be back in business. So can you do that again? Short. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> computer management, and then I go to. Uh, Device manager. Okay, device manager. And then you want to expand out your video cards, your display. Okay. And then uh, you right-click and choose update the driver. Then it's going to give you the option to browse to, and you browse to the location of where the uh, video driver is is, uh, downloaded to, what folder. And then you update that. And you might be able to use the uh, wizard within it to update it for you there. Yeah, it might tell you, find it on this computer, and it'll find it. It'll find it for you. But then when you update it that time, it it does it correctly? We're hoping. We're hoping. Usually. That's really weird. We agree, Augie. We agree. we got to go, though, but hope that works for you. Hey, thank you, sir. You got it. Good luck. Thank you, everybody, who called in today. We really do appreciate it. Thank you, Matt, for producing. Stick around. Dr. Les is up next. My name is See you next week. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.